guys, welcome back to the Queen Me Show. I'm Nikki, and today we have a special guest. She is one of my really good friends, and her name is Lolo. So let's bring her on. Hey guys. Hello, <laughs> how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for um coming on the show. And I know we've been talking about, you know podcasting for quite a while and you and I met I would say like a year ago right yeah. a little over a year ago and you guys I just love what this girl's about she I mean she'll tell her uh she'll tell her um her story but you know a little about our friendship you know we have been always on the been on the same mindset we just want to surround ourselves with people who are better than us who want to become better than us or to to make ourselves better right um and lo has been one of the amazing you know women that i am just you know attracted to because i just love her light i love her purpose and so lo tell us you know a little bit about you you know where you're from about your background what you do right now Okay, so I am from Washington State. The Washington has Seattle in it because people always get confused with Washington, D.C. I played college basketball for Syracuse University for four years, graduated in 2021, which was last year, and then I moved out to L.A. with a media production business, and some random stuff happened. And I ended up blowing up on social media. So I used my media skills to instead start um, all my social media channels. And I grew on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And now full-time, I do social media uh, with basketball-related content. And I hope to soon relaunch my media pro production company and also be a business owner with my work. I love that. And so obviously your background stems off of basketball. So, and so just like me. So let's talk about how you got to where you're at right now, because you're so inspirational. You guys, if you see her TikTok, if you guys see her, you know, Instagram, or if you just see her in person, she's just, you know, she's just so down to earth. And her personality, like, low. that's what I love about you is that, like, you have such a, you know, big heart and you love to inspire people. But, you know, there's some people on Instagram or social media that do it just for the clout. And, low, like, you are so genuine. And that's what I like about you, right? So tell us about, like, your background. Like, when did you start playing basketball? And then how did that all lead up to you playing in college because I know, you know, college was a big, you know, part of your life as well. And that has gotten you to where you're at right now. So talk about. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So I grew up playing a bunch of sports. I was always, my parents put me in a bunch of things and I just liked doing everything. So I eventually narrowed it down to basketball. I played AAU. I traveled around the country playing AAU and then ended up going to Syracuse. And Syracuse was kind of an interesting experience for me that I think a lot of female athletes can actually relate to, which is not good. But most of the D1 athletes or post any athletes that I talk to about college sports, especially in the female category, is they all kind of have the same experience of coaching and like 
toxic environments. So I was one of the people who had coaches that got investigated, fired, big blow up drama thing while I was there. So when you search about Syracuse University women's basketball around the time that I was there, that's kind of like all that comes up. But was my experience during that time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love that. So how did you get through, you know, college basketball? Because, girl, it takes a lot to play in college, right? Mental health, like you just like getting playing time. Because for me, my my PT was super limited. And, you know, then it eventually comes, what, political. And then Mm -hmm. it eventually messes up with your mental health you know but for us we are so we love we want to advocate you know women's sports right and so how did you get through that like what did you learn from your whole collegiate experience I mean I feel like I'm one of the most like adaptive people I know and that like I feel like I can usually come back from most things and so when I was in college and I wasn't getting playing time my goal was always to get playing time and I was in the gym more than anyone on my team and everyone knew that so I feel like everyone kind of was rooting for me to get playing time that wasn't the coaches but it did come down to politics and coaches have relationships with people's parents and there's a lot that's promised to certain people and a lot has to do with rankings especially at a big school like Syracuse his goal was always to be like ranked and to play ranked players would help his ranking if his ranked players were doing well, because that's what broadcasters talk about. There's just so much that go into it, but there was always people out there that weren't doing very good that other people could have been doing right better. But I would say um, one of the hardest things for athletes is like your sense of self, because at the time you're only like, Um, feedback that you're getting as a person in anything is how well you're playing so if you're not playing well everyone around you kind of treats you worse and that's such a hard environment for like women who are becoming grown women to find themselves in and I think most athletes go through is just your identification is only as an athlete and for four years it was like my only my only value was how well I was playing and the coaches didn't really play me. So as a person, I just didn't feel very worthy of a lot of things, even though I feel like I'm a person who can usually like boost my own self-confidence. So getting out of college was a crazy realization of the fact that I'm like so worthy of so many things and I'm just as good of a human as anyone no matter how good I am at basketball and I have so many other things to offer and I feel like all my friendships now just rely on who I am as a person and aren't affected by basketball which is the craziest concept that that's even a thing but even teammates and everyone that you're surrounded by in college everything has to do with playing time even girls from other sports boys from other sports they know like when the team is good and bad and it's kind of like you know it all your whole self-worth is how good you are, how much you're playing. It's weird. Girl, that is huge. Like you, you hit it like on the spot, like self-worth, number one, right? So self-worth, a lot of people, especially when you're in college, you know, you're young, 
right? And you are so vulnerable to your surroundings, right? So, and when you do play in college, all these cameras are on you. So many people are looking at you and it's like, dang, well, I'm at practice busting my butt and I don't get what I deserve. So it's like you question yourself, right? Yeah. So it's like, am I doing enough? Am I, you know, worth it? Am I, you know, am I supposed to be where I'm supposed to be at? And I'm sure you felt that way. So what is, you know, one thing that you would want to tell anybody who's going through this situation right now or just playing in college where they're not getting, you know, their playing time or yeah. they just don't feel worthy? What is, you know, what is advice that you want to give them right now? There's something I think everyone has to realize at some point in their life. And like you have to have, whether it's basketball or anything you're doing, you have to have such a strong sense of self. You have to know exactly who you are. And it's much easier said than done. But often our own perceptions of ourselves, we kind of depend on other people to give to us. So how other people are treating us can determine how we feel about ourselves but something everyone needs to realize at some point is that how people treat you doesn't equivalent to your self-worth and you have to know yourself so deeply that people can't touch what you know about yourself which for me personally I feel like I'm a genuine person I have a nice heart I'm a really hard worker you know, like those core things, those core values that you just know are true. Like think of the way that your family sees you. That doesn't change because other people aren't treating you well. That's something that is hard to grasp. I love that. Girl, you're about to make me cry. <laughs> Only because like that's so true. Like, you know, we can get in such like a deep conversation with this, you guys. Like if you are an athlete right now, please, you know, do not let the sport define you. Because one day, right, Lo, the ball is going to stop bouncing, right? You are going to have to keep going on with your life. And what happens, you know, knock on wood, you know, when you get injured or when you're done playing college, like, who are you? Like, Lo, I feel like people have like an identity crisis yeah. after being, you know, in college or like when they lose that part of their lives. You know? I was going to say that. So you mentioned like when the ball stops bouncing, but even when the ball is still bouncing, that's almost more important to have that, that sense of self-worth because think of like, you have to have the sense of self-worth because when the sport isn't going well, it doesn't matter if you're the biggest star in the world, you still have to know exactly who you are to be able to bounce back. And that's how people keep that like steady mindset. And I feel like that's something that I struggled with in college was keeping a good mindset because you have to have confidence to play well. And my confidence right. would just kind of get down. But there's players. I had a friend in college who played football and he was always a star from every team that he grew up on all the way to college. And so his sense of self-worth was what his coaches told him always like he was a star he was amazing and then he got to the league and had this huge identity crisis and meltdown because not meltdown but this is the first time coaches didn't tell him he was the best ever and he didn't have his own representation of self-worth to back it 
it was only what other people told him. So now that they weren't telling him the same things, he couldn't play well. So it does still matter as an athlete too. That's like the biggest thing. Right, right. So even when, you know, you are playing your sport, it's so important to like find who you are deep within yourself because we both know that like the sport has made us to become who we are today. Girl, Mm -hmm. confidence, self-worth, you know, your mindset. If it wasn't for basketball, then I don't think I would be this relentless. I don't think I would be this, you know, mentally tough, right? So basketball or whatever sport you play, that is just a bridge, you guys. And if you do go far, good for you. Like you are meant to be in that, um, to be in that field of, in that career, right? Um, So let's talk about low. Let's talk about you. Did you know who you were in college? Like, what steps did you take? What struggles did you have during college that have molded you to become low right now? Okay, so I feel like my biggest realization of who I was happened as soon as I got out of college basketball, and that's true for a lot of girls, but it definitely would have helped me a lot to figure that out sooner. But the problem is it's not only what's on the surface. There's so many subconscious factors that play into this like self-doubt and your worth as a person. It's things like a coach might not even realize they're doing it, but the way they say good morning to their favorite player, their star, their starters is like, good morning like how's your family they ask them about like everything in their life and then if I'm not helping his job which is to win basketball games he doesn't really care so he gives me like a what's up and all of those little things do play a factor in your subconscious your mental image of yourself and these are the only people you're surrounded with every day so it's hard not to accept that as who you are as a person but for me being in college, it was basically that. I felt like I had so much going for me and I kind of just didn't think that I was all that as a person by the time I graduated, just because that was what my environment led me to believe. But in reality, I was so multifaceted and I still am. And while I was playing in college, I had an internship and I was running my own business, my media production business. And I had so many things going for me. I had good grades. I had a double major. I had all of this, but it literally didn't even matter in the environment of basketball. So I just felt like I wasn't shit. So then once I got out of college and all of these amazing like traits that I had really started to come into play and really help me, I realized I was like, dang, I damn near have superpowers with all the things that I'm good at. And I didn't even realize like how powerful of a person I was and now that I'm in my career I've been out of college for like a year and a half I'm like in my full power and confidence and all of my teammates that I had in college that used to treat me like I wasn't all that like they just see me doing all these great things and it's crazy because a lot of my teammates um not a lot of them but some of them like basketball is their everything and they were so good and they played so much but when they got out of college, like as a whole person, they didn't know much more than basketball. So 
I think it was really helpful for me to have found that and to have realized all of my other good traits about myself and put those to use. Right. And I love, you know, what you said about superpower. Like you had all the potential, girl, to become successful. Right. And it's so, you know, beautiful for to just for you to witness to for me to witness your whole journey. Right. Because right when we met, you were kind of like a couple months uh, just, you know, you just graduated and then you moved to L.A. Right. <laughs> this girl, you guys talk about taking a risk. OK. And <laughs> do you know anybody out here? Like, no, I knew of like I knew like two people. Wow. Okay, so this girl moves to LA and you guys know how LA is, you know, there's a ton of people out here, but people, you know, come here, you know, for opportunity. And, you know, this girl moves out here and you are just so, um, you know, consistent. And I can tell that you love what you do, though. And, you know, that's one thing I love about you is because you guys, whatever you guys do in life, right, make sure you love what you do. That's the first thing, because if you love what you do, you're going to be super successful in it, right? And, um, and you know, what she does, Lo, you have, you know, gone through so much. And I feel like a lot of people really don't know, like, the backstory of it, but they just, you know, the glitz and the glamour and, oh, my God, all she does is TikTok. Like, why does she, you know, get <laughs> And I know, like, I'm on your close friends. Like, I see, I see, you know, people, like, no matter what, it's crazy because no matter what you do, good or bad, people will always have something to say to you. Always. Sure. So how do you handle that? Like, how do you handle blocking out negativity? Because, girls, socially, and you have a lot of the younger following, right? The, the, you have a lot of the people who are younger generation yeah. that follow you, right? And they get so so struck on social media they get so affected on social media so but for you how do you just let that negativity how do you like block all that out that's something i'm still learning for <laughs> sure. but i think in the last four months i've come to a I've learned a lot just in the last few months because the thing about social media is when i was first growing there was no room to think about anything negative because I was growing so fast and people love to see an underdog like winning. So when I was growing, everyone was cheering so loud. Even all these creators that have way more followers than me, like everyone was rooting for me, thought I was so great, new girl on the scene, whatever. And then you get to a certain point where people don't, people don't need someone that already has success to have more success. So I think a lot of people have experienced how you just grow and then you get to a point where people are like mad that you have success because at first everyone's like, we love this for Lola, we love this, we love this. And then all of a sudden it was like, she doesn't deserve this. She is this, she's that, she's that. But like people don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So for me, it was in the last four months, I just, it was so weird to have so much feedback to everything that I did. And for a second, I started just internalizing everything. And it was weird because like, I put, I'd post a story that I liked and then I'd immediately look at my requests and the reactions to it. And if it wasn't what I thought it'd be, like I would just delete it immediately. And then it became like posting 
for other people's reactions instead of just posting who I am, which mm. gets you in this weird cycle. Like I feel like I completely like lost myself for a second, which was like so weird. And like, I didn't even realize it was happening. I just was only posting because of like the reaction I wanted to get. And then it's just like this weird cycle. And then I just felt like I didn't know who I was for a second. I got depressed for a couple months, stopped posting for like four months because I just didn't want anyone to react to anything that I did. I hated all the feedback of everything. So then I had to like go through this whole thing and then realize that I just need to be myself and the people that want to follow me will follow me because I'm myself. So it was a lot. <laughs> I, I feel you, but isn't it crazy how like the type of advice that you give, right? And is like to not care about what other people think but at the same time, like on the other side, sometimes it's easier said than done because, you know, you're witnessing it, you're going through it. Right. Yeah. And, so, um, and so you have been growing, you know, so much on social media. Right. So what is, you know, what what are your next steps? Like, what do you see? What are you focused on right now on your growth, on your personal development? Like, what do you want to see low do? Let's say, you know, at the end of the year, you know, or, you know, your short term goals. Okay, so short term, but also long term, I moved out here to work in film. I always worked in editing. That's been like my passion my whole life. So like since fifth grade. So that's why I've gotten so good with like YouTube and stuff because I actually genuinely enjoy making the videos. And that's on a small scale, but in the next year, I want to produce a short film and make steps, direct and produce and whatever else, short film and make steps towards working in the film industry. And I might go back to school next year not back to school school but be in a film program for a year in LA so I would still be doing social media at the same time still using all my skill set but I'd be doing that on the side just to get my foot in the industry but for the immediate immediate future I'm still just investing in the content that I have making YouTube videos I want to be a voice for women's athletes women athletes and something I've just been trying to like find ways to help elevate women in this space so yeah oh look at you <laughs> I love it <laughs> I love it though um and I know you're going to reach it because you have been super consistent you love what you do now let's talk about Let's let's not talk about business. Let's not talk about basketball. Let's talk about low again. Like, what are some things that you love to do for self-care? You know, being in L.A., what do you do to, you know, de-stress, to unwind? What do you do when you're not working? Great question, because I'm <laughs> a firm believer of a lot of these things. Like I said, in the past four months, I have gone through quite a few things. I love to read and I feel like when you're in your lowest points is when you're the most focused and aware of your emotions and what's going on and it's kind of like the beauty of going through stuff because that's when you grow so for me there's a lot about like grounding and doing things that you feel fully yourself and I've read a lot about this too there's things like just walking on a beach barefoot there's like 
things that just make you feel alive, whether that's like dancing to music, uh, going for a bike ride, a walk, things that just make you feel very present in the moment. And so for me, when I'm feeling stressed, don't know who I am, et cetera, et cetera, I like to read, write, be outside, get off of my phone. Self-care is huge because that's expressing love for yourself, you know, showering, washing your hair, face masks, all of that is good for your mental health. But grounding and that present moment feeling is, I think, the biggest thing that has helped me in the past few months. It's just taking a second to feel everything. To answer, you know, to just to be present because, girl, with the type of lifestyle you live, I feel like people just see, geez, event here, event there. You're always on the go. We got to film content. It's like you and I are at the gym. And I'm like, well, what are you up to? Oh, I got to go film. So I feel like that's yeah. the, you know, big part of, you know, entrepreneurship. And yeah. uh, so I see you just, you know, got your dream car recently, right? Yes. <laughs> so it's, how has that been? That's something that's, yeah, that's something that's so crazy to me still. And I'm just so thankful for the place that I am in now because I moved here, like you said, last, not this past May, but, or June, but the one before that. And I moved here with a 2011 Chevrolet that needed a million things fixed. The radio didn't work. Uh, the brake lights didn't work. And the windshield was cracked. And there is a headlight out. And there's so many things that needed to get fixed that I was like, I could invest a few, in, a few thousand dollars in this car and fix it or start saving for my other car, which I wouldn't recommend this advice because this car was kind of illegal for a minute, but I really couldn't afford to fix it for some months. So that gives you some perspective on where I started. And I lived in a studio apartment just whatever I could find that I could afford when I moved out here. And then this past March, I think, I bought my dream car, which everyone has like a, if you're thinking of like someday if you could afford anything, there's like those cars, but this is like a realistic dream car, like a car that I, when I was in college, I saw the rich international students always driving these Porsches. And I just felt like that was such a luxury that, I didn't know if I could ever afford, but those were cars. Like I was like, I could see myself in that car. That would be a me car. I would really represent like, I don't know. I feel like your car is kind of like introduces yourself before you get out of it. So yeah. And we talked about this because Nikki bought her dream car this past year as well. And it was a while before I did. And I just looked at that and I was like, dang, like that's something I want to do. And I just yeah. could not believe that only a less than a year out of college I was able to buy that and it was the best feeling ever it still is yep and you guys and this is the reason why it's so important for you to surround yourself with the people who are better than you or who will help elevate you because for older friends that are doing things that you want to be doing in a few years like yep. 100%. Like, Lo, you and I have talked about, you know, investing and, you know, big projects and just business and, you know, buying our dream cars. And 
that's huge you guys it's so important if you if you guys are watching this right now i know a lot of you guys are you know super are younger or you know it doesn't matter what age you are but if you are young and you want to dream big right it's very important that you guys stay grounded you guys stay focused you guys you know know who you are right because throughout this journey People, like I said, people, whether you do something that is good or bad, they will always have something to say, right? And if you, you know, know who you are, you have to know who you are. But, you know, Lo, we always say you got to know who you are. But, but let's, so we're basically like coaches now, right? How do you yeah. teach someone to know who they are? Because they're like, wow, Nikki and Lo are, are talking about, oh, like we got to know who we are. But it's like, let's say an 18 year old, 17 year old, they don't, they probably don't know. Right. So yeah. let's talk about that, is, that. Yeah. That is such a crazy concept because I literally feel like it's a black and white, like how your life changes when you yeah. figure that out. Because I feel like the way you grow up is like you're, acting like everyone around you or just trying to be liked and like you do that for like however many years until you realize that the most likable thing is being genuine and honest with yourself so that was like the biggest epiphany I had and I feel like I've been a completely different person ever since like I feel like if someone knew me from a sophomore in high school and before that they'd say like I literally just 180 into a whole different person but it's because I just had this I don't know what made me realize it but I just realized I was struggling with identity issues like confidence because that's things you go through in high school and like some people don't realize who they are for a lot longer than that but I just realized the people that I knew that everyone loved were nice obviously but that's just the half of it but they were just really honest in general. Like they were honest, genuine people that you could like trust. And what that means is like, you have to be honest with yourself to be honest with other people and to be true to yourself. Like it all comes down to just like being your truest self and knowing that if you're honest, true self, the people that are meant to be your friends will want to be your friends. You don't have to fight for anything. Exactly. Um, and, you know, being your true self that, you know, not caring about what other people think plays a huge part because honestly, I was insecure, you know, like I could admit, to, you know, when I was young, you know, I was super short, you know, I, I don't know, it just, I struggled with, you know, some things internally, as well as externally. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody has those, you know, times yeah. in their life, especially when you're young. Right. And so but you know what I did? I used my insecurities as my strength because being the smallest one on the basketball court. Right. It's like, damn, like I was insecure about that. I was like, wow, people are going to judge me, you know, and they're going to look at me. They're going to be like, why is she playing this sport? But you know what, Lo? I use that as my strength. Right. Yeah. I use you know, my speed as my strength. And once I became honest with myself, I really tapped into myself, like what you what you yeah. said, right? I started to love myself. Like self-love yes. is right, so important. So girl, you feel me? <laughs> so are yeah. are there some insecurities you've had in the past 
that you now damn like I use that as my strength now yeah it's when we talk about being true to yourself it's kind of coming to terms with who you are and um accepting that and loving it because I grew up my thing growing up was I was always so skinny. Like I was like the stick thin person with really? bony legs, like big kneecaps, like and that's something that people <laughs> talk about on the internet, but like girls are insecure about that too. So when everyone is always like, You're so skinny, like it was never a compliment and I hated it. And I was like lanky looking because I was so skinny and I just hated it. And that's one thing like about like realizing who you are is because I just wanted to be everyone else and wanted to be liked, right. acted like other people. Right. Yeah. Yes, so, so one insecurity was that I was skinny and there's others like, I felt like I was annoying sometimes because I grew up with ADHD. So I feel like I talked too oh, much, wow. but I had to realize like why some of those things bothered me and I feel like that's one of my strengths now is that I have ADHD. So I'm like a fun, outgoing person mm-hmm. and you can channel that into something that isn't negative. I think I hated having long legs and I hated all this other stuff, but now I'm like, I wear things that accentuate those features. Cause it's like, you know, it's hard to like come around to, but the things yeah. that make you unique are like your best features. You know? Right. And you guys have to just accept that being different is a blessing. Like, you are the only you there this world can ever have, you Especially know? Especially in L.A. Because oh, oh, yes. everyone is <laughs> trying to look the same. So Everybody's like, trying to look the same. Yeah. So in a crazy? world where everyone is trying to look the same, it's a strength and a power to look different. Or exactly. Different. Exactly. So, you know, love yourself, you know, always tap into, you know, and your full potential, because once you tap into your full potential, you can be the best you can be in whatever you want to do in life. Right. And like you, I love what you said. I feel like we should like title this podcast, like superpower, like super, superhuman, because you guys, You need to understand, you need to utilize your weaknesses because they're eventually going to become your strengths one day, right? Even though you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, okay? One day, I promise you this, when you tap into your full potential, when you start to love yourself, when you focus on your mental health, when you surround yourself with um, like-minded people or people who are better than you, I promise you this, your life is going to change in an instant. Right. Because, no, I'm sure you've had I mean, I'm not going to name any names, you know, people who are who have been in your circle who are probably toxic, probably teammates who would not, you know, ever uplift you. And that plays a big part and a big role in your life. Right. Especially when you're in a in a stage of your life when you're still trying to grow and figure yourself out. Right. I was going to say, there's another thing that will literally throw your life from one life track to another. And the what way is that it? it changes your life. It's about, like you said, knowing who you are. But if you are, and it's about knowing your weaknesses too. If you find yourself 
This is literally something that happened to me when I moved out to LA and the way my life went from like its normal life path to like left doing things <laughs> I never imagined. It's if you find yourself in the same cycles in your life over and over again, like I had two relationships back to back that were the mm. exact same. Like mm. I got cheated on in the same way. We broke up in the same way. It was like when it happened again, I was just stuck. Like, I'm like, I feel like the last four years didn't happen because I've been stuck. And I've read a lot about if you feel stuck against like your goals, like there's just some like ceiling that you just, you can never get over, like you can never get to your goals. Like you always have these goals and you just can't get to them. It was like, look at the patterns in your life and see what of those patterns is like, breakable and that's how you reach those manifestations that are like stuck beyond your reach like you have to hop out of this like cycle and it literally feels like a universal thing because like I swear I hopped into like a different like dimension life path when I broke up with my college boyfriend because that was out of character of my cycles and I was just in this cycle of doing what I was familiar with doing what I was familiar with and what was really best for me was to get out of that toxic relationship. And when I did and did what was best for me, I just went in a different direction. So it's about knowing your insecurities, your weaknesses, and to be able to change out of those habits and cycles, literally like catapulted me in a direction I never would have imagined. But you you had to want it low, right? You want, you, you have to, you know, want to change you guys. If you don't want to change, nothing is going to happen. But, lo, change is painful. People yeah. don't want change. Like, people, you know, settle. But they know that they're in some type of situation just because, right? So, like I said, it's painful to change, right? So, I feel like you just need to envision yourself to become better, right? And to literally force yourself to make these changes and habits that will become um, your best self, right? So, Lo, how did you get through the pain? You know, breakups are hard, right? So, you know, and I'm sure, you know, there are a lot of, you know, women on here, young women who are, you know, watching this right now, probably going through the same thing, like I said. You know, and look, a lot of people look up to you, right? And you have been such, you know, an amazing example, the way you carry yourself, the way you speak, right? You respect you. yourself, number one. You respect and you love yourself enough to a point where I don't deserve this. This is not going to help elevate me, right? Yeah. Into the career yeah. and that's not so how did you get out of that pain and how did you basically change those habits into having this type of mentality right now you're gonna hate that i say it for the millionth time but it was about self-love because i was in a very low place when i was dating this guy in college that was just not being good to me in a lot of ways and then basketball on top of that my confidence was so low and my self-worth was so low and I just didn't know myself enough and I started reading and like grounding myself and doing using my resources of things that I knew 
would help me. And I knew things about positive affirmations, speaking to yourself and like uplifting yourself. So I started doing the work to have higher confidence and like be happier because I was very depressed. And I was like writing down what I was grateful for every morning. I was writing down what I liked about myself every morning. I thought about the person that I wanted to be. And that was someone who was fit, happy, friends, like successful. And then I wrote down traits of a person who was that person. And I was like, that is a person who wakes up early. This person is grateful. This person, it spreads love to the people they know. Like I wrote down all these things and then um, try to like practice those habits. And this was the last like six months of my relationship. I was waking up every day like working on those things and it took a while because for a while I was like this is not working I'm still depressed and then it just slowly and slowly changed everything until I just woke up one day with so much confidence was so happy and just had so much love for myself that like I just pulled more and more away from the relationship because I just knew that I deserved better And once I like six months later, I loved myself so much that I was like, I didn't need the relationship and I didn't need all the toxicity I'd had for my coaches or anything. I just felt whole by myself. And it took all of that to finally like get out of the relationship. But that also just shows you do know what you deserve and you know if you're not getting it, you just have to love yourself enough to do that for yourself because you're not being nice to yourself to subject yourself to people that treat you badly. That's facts. And you said a key word right there, whole, as you know, whole, you guys have to be whole in yourself. So you being, you saying whole and, you know, wholeness. So would you admit that you weren't whole being in that relationship? No, I was like a, less confident, less happy, less everything of mm. version of myself. Mm. For sure. I totally get that. So you guys, it's very important that you become whole within yourself before even getting into a relationship because, you know, you want to make sure that you are pouring into somebody else's cup while your cup is pouring into you. Yes, exactly. You don't want to pour from an empty cup or else what's going to happen you're going to eventually become empty or you're going to run out of yourself. So you want to make sure. Go ahead. Or realize if you started the relationship whole, realize when someone is taking that from you Mm. and you're losing yourself because that's when you got to (laughs) go. Exactly. Exactly. So you guys, it's so important to, you know, know who you are to be whole and whatever you guys are. And, you know, singleness is a blessing though. Like being single, like, Girl, you have you could work on so much. You don't gotta worry about nobody. You can so much. You know, tap into becoming your best self. And don't get me wrong, right? If you guys do find that significant other that makes you better person, that is there to support you, that is there to love you, right? Go for it. But I'm just saying is that you need to be whole yourself, right? And as a woman and throughout this womanhood, you know, uh, for me, I always envision I eventually want to become, you know, an amazing wife. I mm-hmm. want to become an amazing mother, yeah. but that work starts right now. You yes. don't 
till that chapter of your life to start working on that, right? It's yeah. like being an athlete. You got to start when you're young, right? You got to start at an early age to become a great, like it, it takes yeah. a lot of experience and time. I always say the same thing. I've been single for, I think, 11 months now almost. And mm. I've changed so much as a person in these last 11 months. I've it's become five different people in like this order. And that's work that you have to do when you're single. And I always believe in the law of attraction because the more I like pour into myself and make myself a better person, the more my who I am is going to attract that much better of a person. The more you put into yourself, the better you're going to get for yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Law of attraction is so huge. And I'm huge on this though. How you think is how you live. If you think that, you know, you have a poor mentality, you're never going to reach your goals, then all right, you're going to attract that. But if you think that you are a high value woman, Right. If you know high that value woman, high value true. woman, welcome to the Queen Me Show, you guys. Like this is me and my roommate always use that high value woman. High value woman, right? And that is so overlooked upon because you know us as women, we carry a lot. You know, our bodies go through a lot, like emotionally, physically, spiritually. But you always have to remind yourself that you know you have. So so much value. You just really have to tap in, tap into your full potential. If you guys don't know how to, you know, for me, I literally would watch podcasts all the time. I would like listen to audios. I would, you know, listen to interviews. Like, you know, if I would, you know, replay my podcast because I would have such amazing guests like you who would be so vulnerable to like share your story. And it makes me feel good to know that, wow, like, I'm not the only one going through this. But yeah. there is, you know, hope. There is light all the time, right? Like bettering yourself is, like, the best thing ever. When I the know best. I'm just, like, working on who I am as a person, it's, like, right. Like, today, I'm probably going to, I'm going to go get, you know, get a workout in. I got to go work on my, you know, my business, you know, probably say a little prayer because I'm, you know, I'm a spiritual kind of girl. Like, I, I, you know, keep God first, but you guys, whatever you guys believe in, make sure that, you know, you tap into your spiritual, your mental, your physical, um, your emotional self, right? But don't get me wrong. When you reach rock bottom, right, it's okay to cry. It's okay to, you know, express yourself. But if you do need help, seek therapy, right? If you do need help, go, you know, talk to a friend. Do not suffer in silence because being depressed is probably the one of the worst feelings ever, right? And, you know, I love how, you know, you and I were, I want to say retired because we play, you know, when we can. We are, um, how can I define ourselves? Like, I mean, we still play, you know, for fun. for fun. That's what I tell people. Post-grad, right? I I mean, we still It's it's so nice, you know, for us to have this conversation and utilize basketball. I know I got this, you know, from one of my friends that basketball is the biggest sorority, biggest fraternity that, you know, an athlete can ever join. Everyone I know, (laughs) all of my best connections in life, 
are connected through basketball, honestly. Oh, 100%. And it's so crazy how, you know, there's so much opportunity out there, you know, for, you know, for basketball. And, hey, if you are hooping right now, you know, make sure you you give it your all, give it your best. Because for me, I know a lot of people ask, and people are probably asking you still, no, why don't you hoop overseas? Why aren't you still playing professionally? Why aren't you? Well, I feel like I've already given, you know, the sport my all you know if it happens it happens right so that's why it's very important that you guys you know focus if you're hooping around focus 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 because basketball can bring you to it can give you so much opportunity in life right and um go ahead sorry i didn't interrupt you no you're good uh, I was I was gonna say I have I have had some offers to play overseas since I started mm-hmm. doing some internet stuff because I'm only if I used all my years of eligibility in college I would be graduating this spring. So, oh, wow. but for me, you made an interesting point. What basketball can do for me, I think I have reaped all of that, and I think that playing overseas would be a great experience but with everything I'm doing now I just don't think I could be like my complete best self while still playing overseas I think I've like gotten what I needed to get out of playing competitively like you right said. right but hey hello that's what's good about basketball is that you know if it happens it happens right you know opportunities yeah. still gonna be out there right and that's, that's what's right cool. yeah right that's what's cool about the sport is that you could always you know tap back into it and oh, there's such a crazy life change if I just went over there and did that. <laughs> no, I know. And, you know, but hey, you know, maybe this is, you know, a sign because no matter what you do, you could still be blogging. You could still be doing. What, and that's what's cool about what you do. You could do it wherever you want to in this world. True. You know, so that can that can probably inspire a lot more athletes as well. To play over. Be a crazy side chapter to go do that. 100%. But hey, life is meant to be lived, right? You don't want to, you know, there's opportunities in front of you, right? And um, don't be scared, you know, take risks because that's the only way that. Look at, look at Lolo thinking about it now. <laughs> I did, I did think about it, but the season was, it was, it would be in France and the season was a year long. Oh, wow. You can still do what you do out there. I could totally see you in Europe. (laughs) Lolo. Lolo is a... It's a big lifestyle change, though, too, because the biggest thing that has changed in my life since not playing basketball anymore is having, like, freedom to be more than an athlete and have fun going to the beach or, like, hang out with my friends, going to yoga, going to Pilates, like, I wanted to take like a, I took a boxing class. Like there's so many things to do in life other than like play basketball, you know? And I've enjoyed being everything that I can be just for fun. Yeah. And girl, you're young though, you know? So you have, you still have so much potential, so much time to, you know, to, to take whatever opportunities in front of you. But, you know, I am so, so, so proud of you, Lo. Like you have grown so much um, ever since I have met you. And I just, you know, you know, see her on my story, see her on my social media. And what I like about her is that it's just positive light. 
you know, everything that you do, there's, there is a purpose to it. And that is, you know, that's the reason why I wanted to, you know, have you on my show because you have so much knowledge and wisdom at, you know, such, um, you know, at the stage in your life right now. And there are a lot of, you know, post-grads who don't know what to do, right? But I feel like what I learned from you is that as cliche as this sounds, and we're going to repeat this, you know, you have loved yourself, learned to love yourself. You have reached, tapped into your full potential and you have just become mentally, physically, emotionally strong, right? And that takes work, you guys, that does take work. But um, if you guys, you know, thank you, Lo, for, you know, getting on my show. I love you so much. Of course, you want to tell, you know, um, our viewers where they can follow you, find you, social media? Yes. And on a last note to what you just said, I would just like to say everything I've learned and all the strengths I have came from going through some terrible shit. So use use downtimes to learn about yourself and with good times but you can follow me yeah. at lolo fitzmo on every app actually youtube is lolo fitzmo tiktok is lolo fitzmo and instagram lolo fitzmo simple love it love it all right guys well thank you so much lo i'm gonna see you at the gym soon <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm actually gonna go today so i'm gonna text you right after this so but thank you guys so much. Thank you, Lo. And I'll see you guys on my next show. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>